0: Hey, it's the intermission. My name is Teague Christie, and I'm sitting here with Brian William Fennifter. Greetings. Michael, Dorkman, Scott. Hi. Trey, the Amazing Stokes. Okay. In this case, uh, a person who graduated from a 3D visual effects program. Uh, Brian, who graduated from a film school.
1: As well as a more normal college. That's right. Not <laughs> for film. A real college. A real Dorkman, college. who did
0: not go to film
2: school.
1: But I did go to real college. And
2: Trey, who went to both. I majored in film
3: at real College. Cool. I went. I, I I went to one of the major film school colleges. I went to UCLA, but I didn't do the film school
0: because you're just that cool.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just who needs? <laughs> yeah, it's right over. I could just go. I, I mean, could go. I'm in Los Angeles already. I mean, I, actually,
0: um, being in the film I department is too mainstream. That's yeah. yeah. something about uh, the way I, probably I grew wouldn't up. Have got in anyway I, uh, if I'd at age. To. Uh, at age. I guess I got into the TFN fan films thing at around 14 and then I, I was doing that for a while and I was making short films while I was learning my visual effects stuff mostly to facilitate doing visual effects on them or to effects tests. and I bought an XL1S and I was making short films and stuff and um, I, throughout the period of time I thought I was going to fall on the I want to be a director side of things but it's gotten to the point now where even though I will make short films even though I have I never planned to make short films and then I do uh, I'm a visual effects guy and I, and I didn't need those, those, those filmmaking years really for what I'm doing I guess it developed my oh. eye in ways that Ooh, I that, disagree with that well, theory. Let me, it developed my eyes in ways like that, but I, it never became something that I thought I was going to take myself seriously with, and then here I am, not being a director. Um, but at the time, making short films like that was very educational, and I'm sure it had profound... I, you know, I, I can now make inferences about the way images work that I would not have been able to had I not done that, which I think should be required knowledge for a lot of people in creative fields like ours, even if they're not trying to be a director, But there's always the conversation about film schools. Is it worth it to go to a film school, or should you just make your own movies a lot and learn that way, or both? And that's sort of the the topic at hand here, and then reasons why and experiences with and all those things. But how do you guys feel about the concept of film schools? you like the idea of paying someone to teach you to make films and and the way that tends to work out?
1: You know, know, as we said, I went to a film school. I went to Full Sail, which is a two-year program that gives you a, a bachelor's in the end, so it's an accelerated program. That basically, as you're going to class 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You have GE courses too. Uh, it... We did. Uh, fortunately, because I had already had a degree, <laughs> did I Full able...
0: Sail t- teach you science? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, they they wanted to teach me math, and I said, no, 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 I've already taken math. Go to hell. I'm not taking that again. And <laughs> I can do math already. Yes, and um, it was that way for a bunch of classes that I thankfully didn't have to take. Um,
0: you got well, a bachelor's in film from Full Sail.
1: Yes, I have a bachelor's from film uh, in Full Sail. Um, I I think, I don't know, I've completely lost what the,
0: hell what was your question? Well, just (laughs) how how do you feel about the concept itself, inherently, paying someone to teach you and then how often that works out? I think, I felt that there was more value
1: in formal education a lot more back then than I do now. In general, not just in film. In film, but in in the entire educational system. Oh, we can talk about that. I mean, that's a whole other
0: bag of worms itself. But, um, I guess the unfair question is, do you feel like you have cumulatively learned more from film school or from just making films for the last 10 years obviously they help each other so it's hard to separate them but
1: right well I think the real question is and the question is ultimately what do you want to do presumably if you're going to film school you want to make this a career your profession as opposed to just a hobby and that's what you know when I was going to Embry-Riddle for something entirely different from film film was my hobby and I wasn't doing that as my this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life and then by the time I finished I I had come to the the thought okay maybe this is what i want to do for my job Mm -hmm. and that's why i ended up going to film school um so the question is you know are you will you get the professional training that you need and is there another way to get it and how now having worked in the industry for three years close to four years i don't know if it is but it is one way it is one aspect of it um because really ultimately Coming from more of an engineering world, it's like – in the engineering world or the pilot world, it's about what you know. Do you know how to fi- fly the fucking airplane or do you know how to build the airplane? Then you can get the if job. You
2: can't, you can't fake your way through it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. You need the formal education. Uh, in film, you don't necessarily need to have the formal education – to get the job
0: compelling emotional images
1: well not, not even that i mean not, not even considering that aspect of it although <laughs> yeah. that's a part of it
2: getting the job first then you might create something emotional yeah. or you it, might create exactly crap,
1: but it... but the, the question is how do you get the job in the first place and it's really not about whether or not you have the formal education from whether it's full sale whether it's ucla or usc right. or wherever it doesn't matter you have to know the guy in, I mean, th- I've, I've had in 30 f-
2: years, no one's ever asked me where I went to school or if yeah. I got a degree. In, in, yeah. three,
1: in three years, nobody yeah. – except beyond the icebreaker question of, like, oh, where are you from and what did you do and why are you in Florida? Raped Blah. kids, you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it was, oh, I like you or – The guy that I really like has told me to hire you, which is how I got my most recent job. So thank you. That that is that's better
0: than any film school when it comes to getting jobs. That's been my experience with my uh, with my program, which wasn't a film school, as I pointed out. Trey, you went to USC, USC film school. Yes. Right during that really exciting period of movies that we keep doing commentaries for—that's right—and that whole fun time. Exactly. What was the, your at the beginning of
2: a, a new wave of uh, filmmaking?
0: People, what, what was your like reason for going and expectation, and how did that pan out? I as, as, as a school experience was that what you thought it would be? I've covered this at probably in, most likely in, in the various
2: original trilogy Star Wars commentaries because it's uh, that's the era. Um, you know, I I was making eight millimeter films from the age of like 12 because my dad had a camera that he you know had used once and then had put in a box and i discovered it one day i was like oh this is cool what is this and so i had been making countless little little short films and you know (laughs) splicing them with tape and all that um and that was just like a thing i was doing and it never really occurred to me at the time that that could be a job you could have because you know i'm in maryland you know and it's like it's like media production who knows what that's about And, and again this is back in an era when Box office grosses were not news, and there was no Entertainment Tonight, and there was no Entertainment Weekly, and, and, you know, movies were just a thing that came from strangers on the other side of the country, and they just show up, and how those things happened and who made them was... No one paid attention to that. It just, oh, TV. the movie fairy came. The, the movie fairy came and made a movie and all that. And it was, it, as I've attributed many times, it was Star Wars, which was, first of all, like, wow, that was amazing and really kind of just got me interested in the concept of movies as movies as opposed to like a thing that passes the time. Um, and because it was such a phenomenon, it came with this sort of unprecedented amount of how did they make that movie information that suddenly. You know, I I read that the director, George Lucas, went to a film school in California called the University of Southern California. It's like hearing about Hogwarts. Exactly. And I'm like, literally, that's about the best analogy there is. (laughs) At the age of 17, I suddenly realized there's a school of wizarding that I can go to if I qualify to get in. Um, And so I applied there. You're a filmmaker, Trey. Exactly. And I always had been. I just didn't know it. And... (laughs) And, uh, and John and that, Hurt blew
0: your hair back. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: exactly. That's literally kind of how it worked. And I applied to USC, which is very hard to get into film school at USC. You can get into USC, but but the film school was actually very hard to get into.
0: It's like Harvard Law for films.
2: It is, and uh, at the time, and I don't know and what it's even like now. More so, no, no, even, even more so, so now. now. It's, yeah, because, because of the demand. Knows, because of yeah. the demand. But at the time, it was like you know, this it was this little podunky program, literally what at the time was called the Shack, which was this little cluster of wooden buildings, which existed because it had been a project by the architecture department. During World War II, can you build a building out of scrap lumber? And once they built that little little building, that little set of buildings, that became the the cinema department for many years. Then, um, when I was there, it was the cinema department. Sounds like the
1: humanities department at Riddle.
2: It's called the shack. Um, now, they, of course, they have the Zemeckis Building and the Lucas Building, and they have these great facilities by the time we had the shack. Um, so I applied to USC and got into the film program largely because... I could say I've been making movies since I was eleven. You know, I've actually shot film, I've edited film, I've you know done all this stuff, and 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 uh, for whatever reason, anyway, I get in, ended up getting in, and then immediately hated it. And by the time I finished the program, which I did not even graduate from, I went four years, but uh, I realized I didn't want to make movies, <laughs> <laughs> which which I consider at the time I was pissed, but in retrospect, they did their job, which is if you can discourage some random douchebag who thinks he wants to be in the movie business, if you can discourage him from being in the movie business and go work at the dry cleaners, do that. Yeah. Because way too many douchebags who are not in there for the right reasons are in the movie business. So then through a random, lengthy, roundabout, bizarre process, I about five years later, I swung back and ended up accidentally back in the movie business and have gone on from there. Um, the, the thing about USC, though, for me in retrospect is... It made me look at a lot of movies I wouldn't have otherwise otherwise watched. Mm-hmm. It gave me a great background in cinema history, which has served me to this day. That was really its main value. You can get that on your own nowadays in a way that you couldn't, you know, how would you see Citizen Kane when you wanted to 30 years ago? You couldn't. You know, you'd have to literally go rent the film and find a projector um, or wait for it to be on TV. But so just making us watch all those films was great. And, uh, you know, and introducing me to each aspect of the making of movies so i go i don't want to be a dp i don't want to be the sound guy i don't think i even want to be the director i certainly don't want to be the writer what's (laughs) left nothing so i guess i'm not going to be in the movie industry after all um but in retrospect i got a lot from it and i think the, the best thing about a school or any school i've heard it characterized as if it's a good school any whatever school it is um if nothing else going to school as opposed to just creating your own free form study program you know at home is going to school teaches you how to learn is the best way i've heard it expressed expressed right. it's like it's, Ideally, a, it's a structured environment is. which says this is here's a way to like create discipline in yourself to absorb and process
1: information, and here's how to do research. Yeah. here's the process yeah. of what exactly. is research, and here's the concept
2: is. of having what you do be evaluated by someone else. Right. You know. but now, can and, I throw a wrench into this real quick, or but, did you?
3: Well, I, I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> I think. Well, you, you finish. So that's. I, I mean, on. that's
2: my thought. I mean, I have, I have others, but I'll you know um, yield the floor. It, that
3: is know. that is the one point that that goes back to education in general, and because right. because a lot of a lot of educational programs. Um, uh, even non film school stuff doesn't teach you that.
1: It yeah. teaches that, you that's how the great to, failure of education it, in America today. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it
3: teaches you how to memorize information, regurgitate it on the test. If you don't regurgitate it in the right way in the right words, then you get you know a, a check minus, and that's that's, that's how not you practical go. Learning. you're not you're not learning how to learn. You're right. just being given information to get you through the test. Right. Um, and a lot of um, I mean, a lot of these you can't really call them fly-by-night because they've been around for a long time, but like New York Film Academy and these no. these other things, that's all they do. Uh-huh. You know, it's a selling point where it's like we you get a camera in your hand on the first day. It's like, yeah, but that's actually yeah. bad. You really Not shouldn't. Good. It, at USC
2: at the time, you didn't get a camera in your hand until two years into the yeah, program.
3: Yeah, it sounds good on marketing, but that's actually bad for you. That is, yeah. that's you know, um, it's it's like junk food. It's tasty, but it's awful.
0: Yeah, it's bad actually. for you. It's bad, it's um, bad. Now, Mike, on the internet and elsewhere in conversations abound, what is the argument you often hear for reasons not to go to a film school?
1: Not to go to a film school. Well, I. G-
0: usually well,
3: should give we? The... I mean,
1: well, should we go into the fact that you, for a while, and bef- well, as we were discussing right before we started, you for a while you've been against film school, and you there's you've made I'm big st- big blog posts on I'm I'm still, I'm oh, still, I'm critical of critical of the idea. Yeah, of going uh, defend to film that school. position, man. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Well, because <laughs> we started, you said you know you've
3: well. You there's, a couple, there's a couple. There's bit. a couple of there's a couple of um, points that people have made. Number one, I've I've um, often said that you know you get more if you're gonna have to pay 30 grand to go to film school you get more out of that 30 that's grand a lucky cheap
0: ass film school. Yeah. yeah
3: you you get more out of that 30 grand by making stuff with it because because going to film school um you're not even necessarily gonna get to make stuff you're gonna have to do it on your own anyway or you're gonna on have
0: the to depending on you. On you, you were school. super lucky because you got to be the guy who directed one of those films at your school right
1: well, I would say because I was good. But. <laughs> well, what I mean is <laughs> also you, lucky. But I
0: mean is it's fortuitous that you had that opportunity. Well, one, not everyone did.
1: Well, one of the reasons that uh, uh, I I chose Full Sail was because partly because of the fact that oh, it wasn't one of those situations where you it's two years before you even touch a camera. Full Sail was is not as bad as, as New York Film Academy where they give you one the first day. Right. But what what did appeal to me about it was there were multiple times within the curriculum multiple points in the curriculum that you actually made something practically and you didn't always necessarily direct it you rotated through the crew um but there were multiple points which drew me to it and yes i I ended up writing and directing one of the two uh 35 millimeter end thesis projects that we did uh that our class did um but that was a process where it was and they might have changed it because they had just changed it when we went through and they might have changed it in the intervening time that's the other thing about full sail it's like it's so compressed and they're they're A month-by-month schedule and so every class is going through the Mm. the curriculum a month at a time and so literally every month they're they're popping out a new crop of, of people so they're they're also changing their curriculum month by month and refining it and and changing it but the the time at that time you actually you wrote your script you got your producer buddies to get you know classmates together to be your producers and then you pitched it to the teacher, the board, and you have to make a case. So like, this is mm-hmm. my script. This is the story I want USC to tell. USC was
2: like that too for the graduate, the, right. for the highest level film. You um, had to pitch it,
1: and so this is why I want to make it. This is why I think it would be good. This is kind of my vision. Here's some concept art or whatever I pulled, like Solaris and, and <laughs> shit like that, because <laughs> nice. it was a science fiction film. Um, and and the the board of of faculty had to say, uh, you know, approved or not approved. And, and I like that. I like that concept because I think yeah. that's that teaches you something very important. That, te- about that the teaches process. you the pro- the yeah the pitch process which unfortunately that wasn't more codified in the curriculum and i wish it had been but just the act of going through that process because i'm terrible at pitching i'm terrible at the kind of that off the cuff sort of thing it Uh, it it was great
0: it sounds like i think i have an understanding of, of part of at least where mike's coming from it's it's a it's a mix of the results you get the resulting filmmakers and also the process by which you get them
3: right well l- l- let me also uh, i'll f- finish the thought i've i've often said you know it's better to spend that 30 grand or however much on on doing your own stuff than going to film school but uh, i have had the, th- a good point made to me where it's like well if you go to a film school you can get financial aid to give you that loan it's going <laughs> to yeah. be much harder to get that 30 you grand can make from your own someone film just and for it doesn't your own cost thing. you 30 grand uh, but, and, yeah. and hopefully and you're and getting see, other things out of
1: it my counterpoint to that would be I would be much more likely to completely waste that thirty thousand dollars making something wasn't that is purely that is totally unwatchable mm-hmm. than if I were to spend that thirty grand going through some kind of formalized education and and getting to touch one of the negative aspects of full sale was the fact that I thought it was going to and they sell it. As oh, they sell. Every <laughs> oh, they they, they sell oh, full yeah. sale very hard. I, I make no qualms. I about said that.
0: full sale out loud one time, and I got paperwork for a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it was like that scene in Harry Potter where the letters come in the gym. <laughs>
1: One of the negative aspects of full sales, they definitely tell you that it's a lot easier to use their equipment on personal projects than it in reality is actually oh, you, ability.
3: That, that's something that you hear in all film schools. Oh, if you're a film school student or you, you, you know a film school student, you can totally just, just go in on the weekend. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. Don't. So if there's, if there's one
1: piece out. of advice, if anybody out there is considering going to film school. Talk to a grad? Well, talk to a grad, but just know that. that's Yes, they're going to put in the pamphlet that you can use their equipment on the weekends. And while technically that may be true, but it's going to be a lot harder to cut through that red tape. Red tape than they tell you it's going
0: to be. And on that point, and as an interesting, I guess, note on that subject, at every job I've ever worked at, that has had uh, production facilities, not just you know CG place, um, they have had interns who don't get paid, or at least many of them who don't get paid. Some of them get paid. They don't get paid, um, <laughs> like l- very, very little in the in the low hundreds a or- week, which is. You know, or not get paid at all. There's plenty yeah, of interns yeah, yeah. in this
1: town that get paid absolutely nothing. Uh,
0: which is much, much less than they would be making if they were even a, a, a first-year staff member at that company. Who have access to those things. Going to a company for free, not even paying to work there, let alone not even get paid to you know actually be helping them. Have access to their green screen and shit like that. And that was my experience unrelated to that. That, that was a statement about how it's possible you can conceive of a situation where, you don't pay, and do get access to stuff like that if you're an intern.
3: We're also you got to keep in mind though that we're we're in the Hollywood distortion field. Like yeah. you've got to come to L. A. To, to have, that have to have that, and you
0: have to be one of the lucky people who gets to intern at X bullshit production company. But the other thing is at the Dave School, which is where I went to learn three D, and it's a it's a program. It's not an accredited collegiate environment. It's a. We're going to teach you, and it's broken up, and I'll, I'll give you the quick spiel. It's really cool. Um, it's a 12-month course, uh, and you go five hours a day every weekday. I was there 10 hours every weekday and all weekends, but that was me because I'm me. Um, the uh, the way it's broken up is in the first three months, we're going to teach you from you don't know what the hell you're talking about literally to here's how you model and texture in Lightwave. The second three months is here's how you rig and animate. Third Three months, it, they taught us a comp program. I already knew After Effects really well by that point, but we learned... Uh, a digital fusion. We learned fusion, and then now I've, it's easy to use nuke and shake, which is great, because I learned a node system there. And then the fourth block is we make a fucking short film. We do that to, as a team in a production environment. We, we have established who is who in the project and all those things, and it, it, it gets done that way. And what was cool about that program that I was having a blast going to and learning, and I I, I can't stress enough how helpful and amazing it was, because I had a job. I literally had a job before I graduated, and I moved to Hollywood right afterwards. But during that period of time, we f- Fucking filmed Geeksa on their green screen because the guy who owned the school was like, please, for the love of God, use that green screen because none of the other (laughs) students try to use our facilities for their own personal stuff, which was a weird. When you said that, I was like, oh, that's weird how the difference is because none of those people at that school were trying to be filmmakers and were trying to use the green screen all the time, even though you'd think more more of them would be like me who had been making wacky little short films and, and green screen tests and shit like that their whole lives would be like. There's a giant. Green. We had a fucking twenty four camera mocap setup that was taken from the Polar Express set. Right. It was that. It was that <laughs> camera. Hi, dude. Really, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Uh That was that's that resides or at least it did. Now they got. A, I think they have a newer one. But that, resi- yeah, that resides. Because all
2: the mocap facilities have closed. There's lots of them in closets now. To, to, for the you the had asking.
0: access to that shit. Yeah.
2: That was really cool, and that's the, it's, it's it ties in. I've told the story before, but uh, when I was working for Phil Tippett and we were staffing for Starship Troopers, we were seeing a lot of people who were fresh out of school, and uh, you know Phil had. I, I know I've mentioned this in some other commentary at some point, but Phil had his you know secret time bomb interview questions that seem innocuous, I but, know the story, but aren't. And uh, one of the ones was, "So what do you do for fun?" Mountain climbing, yeah. Well, mountain but climbing, climbing wouldn't have been so wouldn't have been so bad. Um, but what do you do for fun? It sounded conversational, but it was actually a critical question. That's because yeah. he wanted to hear, "I'm creative." Right. He wanted to hear, even when it's not a job, I paint, I dance, I write, I make sculpture, I something creative. Um, and a lot of people wouldn't. And that's like, and this it's kind of comes. Uh, that's the change that's happened. Since since I came out of film school, because when I want I, I want to go to film school. Well, there's USC because I read that that George Lucas guy went there. What other ones are there? There's about three.
0: Uh, you can, NYU. You go to
2: a... NYU. You go to UCLA. UCLA mm-hmm. had a film program as well, but UCLA is a state school, Pretty and I want I, w- of hard I wasn't a state resident, so yeah. the, the tuition was out of I know out of my league. So USC was my only California option, and you know, maybe one or two others, I, maybe. But th- that was basically it. It was really NYU, USC was like that's it. If you want to get a film degree, that crazy niche thing that no one actually gets. You had a place to go. Since then, because of this huge awareness of media and and movies and everything else, now there are these film schools that are a dime a dozen. They're all over the place, and mm-hmm. they are diploma mills for. And they just like yeah. And,
1: and sale is absolutely a diploma. And my market.
2: and my experience of meeting people who have come through these um, are often they have been sold the. Hi, here's your ticket to being a millionaire by the age of twenty five. Right? Movie industry, it's there's money growing on trees in the it's movie industry. It's the dream industry. factory, exactly. And you know, I've had yeah. People, here's your card, and people will just believe that you're confident. I literally have had the experience run, yeah. of having someone fresh out of film school with zero actual working credits. You know, and you, you say, "Well, what starting salary do you think you would want?" And they name a starting salary that was higher than mine as the supervisor of the project with you know twenty years in the business. And I'm like, "Okay, here's where your film school has just failed you, because." <laughs> they told you you were going to get rich and that's not happening yet um and that's and that's the downside that's the downside of of the of film schools in general is the fact that they are you There's, know they're selling you a the business. white collar it's a business yeah. they want your money yeah. you know and they'll advertise whatever they can to get your get the, get the money out of you and it's not necessarily the golden ticket to to being Quentin Tarantino by the age of 30 i think th- i think film school had much more value when you went, around the time that
3: you went. Because yeah. for exactly the reason that you said, when are you going to get to see those People movies? went to
2: film school because they wanted to go to film school and not be, getting rich was like, right. well, that'd be awesome if that happened.
3: But to actually learn. In terms of yeah. you want to go and you want to learn, um, you you have to go to film school because you're not going to be able to afford the print of Citizen Kane, like you said. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to actually shoot something, there's there's eight yeah. mil. But if you want to properly, you know, learn to shoot and learn to cut, it's like being a student gets you the discounts yeah. on the stock exactly. and on the processing, and and you can't and access to the upright editing. Exactly, machine. you're How not going to Yeah, where going to see one of those? Yeah, so. where are you gonna where are you gonna get access to that Moviola machine? Yeah. Whereas whereas now with the the digital revolution everyone's a filmmaker internet and stuff like that everyone's got a camera I, i've you know everyone's got like three cameras on them at any given time <laughs> yeah. and and you and know probably the editing tools as well yeah and and plenty of uh, availability of information now the, just because the information is on the internet i will say this and this goes to the general um the general thing about education just because the information is out there that's not Necessarily, replacement for a proper education, right? But because somebody, somebody
1: all, in the room who you can ask questions and who you can say, "Wait, I don't get that," and they say it, a and, way. And, also, and also, also learning I'll, how to learn. I'm but, also
2: a firm believer in learning about things that aren't just film. I was going to yeah. say yeah, that too. Absolutely. A general liberal arts Art education, history, you know, yeah. anything. I, I was anything at all say is, that. I was,
3: I was going to say that if, uh, my feeling is, if you want to, if you want to be a filmmaker or any kind of uh, creative person, yeah. you should go to college, but not for what you, not for that. Yeah. Go to college. And, the USC
2: film program was basically just an offshoot of the liberal arts program. Right. So you know, I, I had to read. You know, I had to take English class and right. read novels, and I had to do art classes. And I, I was able to. You know, you if you were liberal, Great Gatsby, if you were liberal else. arts, you were able to like, yeah, not so much with the mathematics, but you had to take foreign language yeah. that was required. You know, so you tend to make better movies if you're a person exactly. If you, if you have well, like an experience it, of the world and, and, that, and something to say
3: other than yeah. just I other know than how to I saw a job.
0: movie last week and I want to make a movie like that and be a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Now, on the subject of, and this is really interesting, and I hope he doesn't mind me outing him this way. Oh, um, <laughs> cool. here it comes! But on the subject of uh, learning before doing, uh-huh. something I think is really interesting is at least an anecdote, and we'll see how he continues to deal with this. But the uh, the video on the front page of Down in Front, uh, the Project Help video we uh-huh. did, where everyone from the forum found all their, the best moments, and we picked some of the best moments, and we made little we I say we it, uh, it sort of vignettes of, of things uh, with that audio over it. That was made by a guy named Jim uh, Frohmeyer, who is a member of the forum. He's iJim on the forum. And he had been a a fan of movies. Uh, He's in his late 20s. He's been a fan of movies his whole life. He's been a fan of filmmaking conversation and talking with filmmakers and understanding the concepts at work. And he had bought some equipment to play with, but he'd never shot anything. That was his first film project. I smell a lot of get-the-concepts-first on something like that, where you look at that and it's like, that's like the first or second thing you ever did. Well, fucking high five, because that's that, a thousand times better than mine. When I got my camera, I made a short film about taking the Adobe package out of the box short yeah. film, which, by the way, was awesome. Go with what you know. But it's, but it's I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just it, cool. It, you know, you, you learn the concepts and you have the conversations a lot first in school or wherever. That's, there's something to be said for well, that. Well,
3: it's very, I mean, it's very much, uh, I, I had that experience. I mean, RVD is essentially the first thing I shot. Um, like yeah. properly shot how did you and shoot put it when you're in front of the camera. Like that. Yeah, well, yeah. In, in terms of being involved with telling people how, my... how to shoot it, yeah. <laughs> well, no, the... it wasn't just me. Uh, no, obviously, no, obviously no. it was Ryan, Posting and Ryan was very uh, experienced already. He'd shot a lot of stuff. trap shooting. Who shot RVD? A buddy of his named Colin. Yeah. Buddy yeah. of Ryan. See, there's, but, a,
2: well, there's a flip side to that that we don't like to acknowledge here in the millennial era that we live in now. But that is some people suck at shit. Yeah. And some people are good at shit. It's, you know, we live in the world where you get the gold medal just for trying your best. And I didn't grow up in that world, and I hate this world now. It's <laughs> like this world actually runs on merit, you yeah. useless fucking douchebags. You have to have a reason to be here, justify your existence It to doesn't,
1: me. but it should.
2: It does. It actually does. It is survival of the fittest. It still happens. There are, there are examples where someone who isn't worthy gets promoted, but most people are still making French fries. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, some people when you give them, you know, two Dixie cups and a string will make an amazing movie because they just they're just wired to be that kind of creative person. And then there are people you can give them the full adobe package and a ten thousand dollar computer and they're gonna make crap because I, they're not a filmmaker. Yeah. You know, and that's it's, it's not too. it's not a job for everyone. Right. But but it shouldn't be. Yeah, but but what you were saying
3: is exactly right. It's it's totally going back to um, You know what we're talking about. It's bad for you to get the camera in your hand immediately. It's more important, you know, if you're learning. Um, uh, I, I, one of the things I did at at, uh, UCLA was I took fencing for a little while. Um, and that's for the lightsabers, huh? For the lightsabers. (laughs) I took it. I took it after. And God bless you for doing that. (laughs) But um the The right way to be taught fencing and the way they did it, and I, I appreciated it. And a lot of people would like drop out of the class because they didn't like. They wouldn't give you the sword for like a month. Uh-huh. It's like we're you're going to learn the footwork because if you don't have the footwork in your brain, you'll be asked out when you're actually in a in a in a match. And that's exactly how it is with filmmaking. I think like you get that all in your brain, and then when you're in the moment, like you you don't
1: have to think about it it's
0: you know how to work that it, you way would,
1: it becomes a muscle memory yeah quality it's, it's i think, think yeah. they're making
0: improvisation yeah. yeah i think there's
1: a trade-off there's there's a, a trade-off that you have to make between understanding the concepts abstractly in a classroom environment so you look at that and go this is what mise-en-scene is blah 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 and actually going through and just doing it enough times that you're going to fail at it the first dozen times before you make anything good and it's like it's I, I think that there's actually really no such thing as talent. It's all a matter of work and the amount of time you put in. It's the, it's the Malcolm Gladwell thing of the 10,000 hours that you yeah, put I, in. Yeah, well, no.
2: See, the, well, you're missing the important part is you also have to be talented. The, okay. Because that's well, the thing. You could well, you pra- practice the piano eight hours a day for 10 years and become a very accomplished Technical pianist, where people go, you're very good. But to transcend and be Miles Davis, you had to have yeah, been born Miles else. Davis, and
0: also not play the piano. But Maybe yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I don't Art know. Tatum, yeah, Art Tatum, fair enough. Yeah. Art Tatum's a whoa, dude. YouTube Miles Art Davis, Art well, the, but, uh, Miles Davis played everything. What but the there's
2: a, there's a trade-off between. <laughs> you were between... about to do. He was going to do the. Uh, you're
1: about to shoot me in the head like Tom Cruise. Wrong, bang. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a trade-off between uh learning something in an abstract. Uh, you know. Un- understanding something on paper before you even try to do it so that you don't completely waste your time doing it but then doing it knowing that that you're gonna s- fucking suck at it for the first half dozen times it's it's like that saying you know everybody has every writer has ten thousand bad words in them it's just a matter of yeah. getting them so out as fast get as those possible done. get those yeah. out and then it's or you know the screenwriting equivalent is everybody you know writes six bad scripts it's you know Write those first, put them in a drawer, don't ever let anybody see them, right. and then write your good scripts. And then so maybe just, come back to them later. Yeah, exactly. When, you when, them, you, when you're, them,
2: you're yeah. famous later, you go, well, I got these. And they go, oh, my God, this is fantastic. I'll right. we'll buy this.
1: And it's the same way, I think, with films. It's, uh, you know, the the thing, you know, taking After Effects out of the box or playing with your action figures mm. on an 8mm or on the video camera. I, that's what I did. Yeah. That's how I started was these Star Wars action figures. And it's like, that's... All really, really bad, <laughs> but nobody is ever, ever going to see that, and that's that's the square one, and then you build off of that.
0: And it's kind of beautiful in its way, don't you think? Yeah.
3: Well, the problem the problem is now with the if there's a problem that with the internet culture and everything, everyone feels compelled to show everyone those first six. <laughs> yeah, sh- and we're all that's, compelled to go.
2: That's really good that you did that, dear right. internet. Hide in shame. And the problem, and this, this come back to the film school thing is. Um, a friend of mine I was with a friend of mine years ago and, and a, a third party came and said oh um, by the, my daughter's been taking music lessons um, and the uh, music teacher said she's really good and she really is uh, you know she should keep at it because she's really got talent and we all went oh, nice and then uh, after that third party was gone my friend turned to me and said my dad's a music teacher he's never said anything else to a client ever because right. why would you right. you know I think I'm going to save you a lot of time and money your daughter sucks and yeah. you should stop <laughs> paying me for those lessons man wow she I needs would to, respect
1: the hell out of Exactly, like but
2: whoever says that, and no film school will ever say that to you either. It's right. like, yes, we reviewed your application, and we don't want your money because you're not talented. So we would not like you to come to our film school. And they go, oh, you're going to be here a long time, <laughs> yeah. cha-ching. So I still fall back on that. You know, Phil Tippett had the same thing too. That uh, you know, boy, they're sending us a whole lot of people who can who can push software buttons, but they don't know jack about movies. Yeah,
3: but it's it, the the other one point that I know. The, the other one point that we should get out there is that. We started this whole thing by saying it's a lot about who you know, and people will make the point that film school is a really good way that's, to network that's with people. That's the point to bring up. But so is the internet. I didn't meet yeah. any of you guys
1: by going to film school with you guys. I know you guys sort of did. But, no, but, I but knew him online. It, it was B2K. online before, yeah. Uh-huh. We became friends in real life because of the internet, and we happened to be going to schools close right. to each other. Fucking
0: internet. <laughs> yeah. Blame the internet. Anyway. No, but seriously, make movies. Just don't show anyone. Hide and shame. Yeah. This has been Down in Front. <laughs> uh, my name is T Christie. Brian Finnefer. Jay Stokes. Thank you very much for listening to 31 Minutes and 20 Seconds of the Intermission. Oh that is not too bad. Oh, God. What have we minutes. done? What have oh. we done? We can oh, never show this intermission to we're anybody. we No, Trey, we're really good. Oh. We have a lot of promise. Okay. And if we just keep at it. <laughs>